Hi, Kirkwood. Welcome to the music episode of the KPL Podcast. We're glad you're here because we're going to be talking to Dan, our resident music expert, about all things music. You might know him from our theme song. And then we have our recommendation section where Ryan and I talk about all the things that we love to listen to, as well as what our fellow librarians are listening to right now during the quarantine. Yes. That's right. Music is so important right now. I have my soundtracks going 24-7. Well, stay tuned for the episode. There, We have a lot to cover because there's a lot of music out there and we're trying to talk about it all. <laughs> so much to do. I want to see. We originally planned to give you a current interview with our colleague Dan Sullivan, but due to technical difficulties, we are not able to do so. Here is a previously recorded interview with Dan, done prior to quarantine, back in July. We're joined today with a very special guest, Dan Sullivan, who works right here in the library. And what you might not know is he is the man who composed our beautiful theme song. So thank you so much for both joining us and that awesome theme song. Thanks for having me. Our delight. So let's jump right into it. Uh, Dan? How long have you been with the library, and what do you do here? I've been with the library for three years. I'm in the uh, customer service department. That's where I started. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely, absolutely. We uh, man that front desk. That's uh, most of you will see us when you come in the front door. We um, check out your items. We we uh, check in your items. We find requests for uh, pickups and transits, and um, generally help the patrons. Uh, with whatever they need. Yeah, we do a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. So, for the intro, you played the guitar. Mm-hmm. Now, what other instruments do you play? Because I kind of got the impression you played a few. I started out as a drummer when I was about 12 years old. I uh, had a neighbor in the, in the neighborhood who uh, had a couple instruments around the house. And uh, when he moved to guitar, I started playing his drums. And uh, so I got a, a drum kit of my own around that time. And then about 10 years later, I picked up the guitar. I fool around with a couple other things, a little piano, some bass. Uh, I sing very poorly, and uh, that's the uh, extent of that. My my uh, my younger brother is also a drummer. My older brother plays the piano, and uh, my sister plays the piano as well. And we have a little family band together. So, uh, Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, Does the family the, band have a name? The Red-Headed Strangers. Uh, and we've been together for about 10 years, and we uh, we have a couple of albums out, one of which can be found here at the Kirkwood Public Library. That's oh, fantastic. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, No Time to Waste. No Time to Waste. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out before everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So does everybody have red hair? Well, all but one. Uh, my older brother and my younger sister and I all are, are redheads, and my, uh, my younger brother Brian is a... Uh, I guess they would have called him Strawberry Blonde when he was younger, but uh, he's a little darker now. But yes, mostly redheads. There was a couple of the redheads in the group besides us. There's uh, seven folks in the group. Starting point, there were four redheads. So that's how, yes, we became the Redhead Strangers, which is uh, borrowed from a Willie Nelson record called Redheaded Stranger. I thought that was familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's pretty fantastic. Out of all the instruments you played, do you have a favorite? Uh, I'm mostly play guitar now. I uh, have I fooled around with another group recently playing the drums and realized that uh, 
I've been away very long, and it's uh, it's kind of like riding a bicycle, but uh, you gotta the muscles sc- get weak. <laughs> scrape up, scrape off the rust. Right. And, uh, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm primarily a guitar player now. So when I was a child, we had a uh, drum kit as well, and I really wanted to play it, mm-hmm. but my mom was like, "Nope, not until you learn the piano." Right. And I took uh, three years of that, and I really regret not continuing because I can't remember a single thing about it. Absolutely. And uh, uh, as a child, I hated it. But as an adult, man, I wish I knew how to play the piano. I had a similar thing. Uh, Well, first of all, my folks bought a piano when we were young. And they said maybe one of our children will end up being a musician. And, uh, of course, all four of us did. And uh, so uh, Tim and Maureen, my older brother and younger sister, both played the piano. And at some point in, in in high school, there was a, a class called Piano Lab, basically learning how to play the piano. And uh, now I wish that I had continued with what they started with, started me with there, and because it really is the mother of all instruments. And if you can do that, you can. It gives you a leg up on just about everything else. So I feel the same way about the piano. I wish I would have uh, put a little more effort into it, but uh, I suppose it's not too late. I suppose not. No, really, it isn't. I I didn't start playing the guitar until I was well into my twenties, and uh, and I still uh, some of the other instruments I fool around with uh, I've only picked up recently. So it's never too late. You're right. Are you in any other bands? Uh, I'm in a band called the Old Capitol Square Dance Club. Uh, That's an amazing title. Yeah, we play uh, uh, similar types of music. Both uh, both these groups are sort of what you would call, I guess, alt country or cow punk or. Uh, it's basically a traditional sort of honky-tonk with, uh, uh, you know, more... Uh, it's not what you would hear on the country radio stations nowadays, but uh, it is definitely country music. And we... Uh, that band also just released a record, and uh, both bands are uh, playing around town here and there, but I don't have a gig to plug with either one at the moment, but... Uh, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Have anything I, uh, in July or... I was really... Yeah. Uh, I, we both hit it pretty hard after the uh, the record releases, and I think um, at the moment we're sort of catching our breath and, and seeing what comes next. Uh, we're starting work on the next record for The, the Strangers, and um, Old Capital is a group where everybody is in a number of different groups, so it's, it's hard to coordinate with everybody so uh we do uh we work a little less than than uh, some other bands but when we do get together it's a lot of fun so generally with our guests we like to ask uh, uh what's your favorite book what have you been reading what is your favorite movie but i feel like we should ask you more about music whatever would be fine by me oh well, well why don't we just do both sure so if you had to put your finger on your favorite album mm-hmm what would it be? Oh, that's uh, that's a very tough question. Uh, <laughs> I find that uh, with with music, you know, at certain ages, certain types of music are are more. Um, I tend to enjoy certain things more, and uh, you know, when I was younger, I might have been able to say this is my favorite album. But uh, at this point, I'm I. Um, first of all, there's so much out there nowadays. You know, with the internet available and all, all the. You know, there's just, there's nothing stopping you from finding any kind of music you want to. And uh, so it seems like weekly I'm finding a new album that I'm enjoying. I really like uh, singer-songwriters and, and that sort of thing. I uh, I really like Steve Earle and um, uh, 
Bruce Springsteen. I'm a big fan of him and uh, and uh, some more obscure guys. But uh, it tends to be that sort of stuff. But uh, and I suppose my uh, my sort of bread and butter is uh, like '70s classic rock or or classic country. And uh, so all those things, uh, you know, at any given time, you can find any of those things on my turntable and. Uh, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, uh, Rolling Stones, Grateful Dead, all that stuff. So I really can't say I have a favorite album, but... Uh, it is an unfair question, because I don't think I could answer it of myself. Uh, how about, what are you listening to right now that you think that everyone else should be listening to? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I have been uh, exploring uh, a lot of Australian bands that, uh, again, I don't think would have been available to me without the help of the internet. And uh, there's a great singer-songwriter called Paul Kelly from Australia that I think is absolutely great. And I think most folks uh, have never even heard of him. So uh, that is someone that I would absolutely suggest that uh, anybody who's into the type of music I just mentioned, I think he's an uh, he's excellent songwriter with a great catalog of, of basically unknown classics, that, uh, unless you live in Australia, of course, which I uh, imagine some of these folks would, but uh, most of us don't know about him, and uh, I only recently found him, and I'm, I've been really enjoying his stuff. So, Well, how about book? Well, uh, books. I, I um, tend to, to do more nonfiction these days, but uh, and if someone asks favorite book, I tend to go back to uh, when I was younger. I, I, uh, I was a big fan of sort of historical fiction. I... Uh, I loved the book Centennial by James Mechner, and uh, there's another book called Trinity by Leon Uris, which I, I read both when I was in early early teens, and I think I've reread them both, you know, six or seven times, and uh, I revisit them now and again, and uh, I I generally answer with that when I come when I'm asked favorite book, but uh, nowadays it's mostly uh, biographies or uh, Nonfiction of of some kind. I like a lot of uh, you know stuff about history. I'm a, a big history buff, and uh, so um, a lot of military history, music history, of course. Um, I just finished the new book about Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, which was excellent. I uh, absolutely uh, recommend that. And uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's mostly what I'm reading these days. Sounds good. How about movies? Movies. Um, I haven't, I, I haven't seen anything really great lately. I thought um, within the last year or so, I thought Hell or High Water was a really good movie. Um, I've watched a lot of TV shows recently that I thought were pretty good. I've been in a, uh, again, sort of historical fiction uh, run. I, I saw the uh, the show The Terror about uh, about the Northwest Passage expedition. It's sort of what they call uh, Gothic horror, I suppose. Is a, that one's on my queue to watch. Yeah, uh, I haven't got to it yet, but it looks so good. It was excellent. Uh, there's a number of great actors in it. Uh, and uh, let's see, The Last Kingdom I just watched. I really enjoyed that. That is, uh, I think, through three seasons, and I think they're working on a fourth there. Mm. What else? Uh, Poldark, Outlander, those sort of things. I, I can't resist that sort of stuff. So <laughs> Classics. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, 
And actually, both of those were recommendations from other folks here at the library, so... Let me guess, I bet Fiona recommended Outlander. How did you know? <laughs> it was Fiona, in fact. All right, well, thanks so much for joining us, Dan. It's my uh, pleasure. It was fantastic. Before you go, mm -hmm. uh, does either of those bands have a website that you'd like to plug? Uh, they both have uh, Facebook pages. Um, it's redheadstrangers.com. So, right. uh, Dan, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. All right, Kirkwood, we are now going to talk about some of our recommendations. And I actually surveyed the staff about what they like to listen to, and boy, did we get a response. We got everything from K-pop to doom metal, everything in between. So we're not going to go too in-depth, but we'll go over some of the, the recommendations that they gave us and then some of our recommendations. So... Would you like to kick it off, Zagita? What is your first recommendation? So my first recommendation is a song by Alicia Keys. Now, I like Alicia Keys' music in general, and so I recommend just listening to her. She's got a lot of ballads. So, But this one is a nice sort of upbeat uh, song. It's called uh, Underdog. And it's basically about uh, just carrying on with life, not giving up. So it's kind of a good song for our current situation. I was going to say, it sounds timely. Yes, it is. So what about you, Ryan? What do you have on your list of, or playlist, rather? Well, a whole bunch of different things, but let me start by one that one of our fellow librarians also recommended in, their, uh, in your query. I want to make mention of the band The Magnetic Field. I discovered this band a very long time ago now. They came about in the 90s. And they're extremely good. They're kind of indie pop experimental. They lean heavy on synthesizers at some point. So some of their albums are a little bit different than others. The one album they do that I recommend the most is 69 Love Songs. It is a three-volume concept album that is jam-packed with fantastic, funny, and also heart-wrenching and beautiful songs. There is... So many to mention. I, I particularly like uh, one called Reno, Dakota, and there's also The Luckiest Guy on the Lower East Side, which is just a fantastic song. But yeah, it's uh, Magnetic Fields, 69 Love Songs. Go check it out. So how about some more selections from the staff? All right, so I have uh, K-pop, which if you're not familiar with K-pop, it is Korean pop music. And this is actually a lot of fun to listen to. If you've never listened to it, I recommend getting on YouTube and just doing a search for K-pop. And a lot of different types of music will pop up because within K-pop, there's a bunch of subgenres like R&B and ballads and rap and boy bands and girl band type stuff. So there's it covers a lot. And it's huge right now. It's, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, it, it's an experience. As much as it is anything else, it's definitely a spectacle. Absolutely, and yeah, you're right. It is. It is very big right now. So, if you want to be in the know, check out K-pop. All right. How about yourself? What about you? What are you listening to? So my other recommendation, or not recommendation, really, because he's a bit controversial, is Eminem. I like rap music, so he's not the only artist I listen to, but he's probably one that I I have a lot of his music. Uh, his album Recovery, which I thought was great, and I pretty much liked every single song on the album, which is very rare for me. I usually only like one or two songs in an album, but this is one of the few where I'm just like, this was just a great album. It was critically acclaimed, too. 
if you like rap music or want to get into rap music, <laughs> then this might be one you might like. Yeah, I mean, wh- whether you like or dislike rap music, I mean, pretty much everybody knows Eminem. Right, exactly. So he's he's a good starting point. But rap music ha- does have this one sort of, you either like it or you don't uh, kind of reputation to it, I think. At least based on talking to other people about it. Well, I was going to say, I have a I have a blind spot for it. It's not one that I actively seek out. But I, I feel like where there's kind of like, like a negative connotation with anything, it usually stems from a place of ignorance. So like when I do branch out and talk to friends who, you know, who are big into this genre, I usually find a recommendation or something that like on some level connects with me and, you know, I can appreciate it. So I, I would always argue that, you know, even if you don't like it, try it you know absolutely yes i definitely do suggest trying out the different music just because you never know you never know what you're gonna find all right so what's next on your list well since you brought up youtube with the k-pop i was thinking of another thing that most people can catch via the youtube right now with their home internet connection the onion av club had a series called the av club undercover and i love covers and i love like you know a great band putting their own spin on a classic hit and so basically that was the point of abf cover they would have people come into their studios bands and play classic songs making it their own you know film it so you know they you can find them on youtube and they're really good and it basically runs the gamut of different kind of you know like rap heavy metal rock indie folk it's it's all on there uh, their last season, I want to say, was in two, 2017, and they had such fantastic artists performing such fantastic songs. I, I really love Lake Street Dive did AHA's Take On Me, and it was fantastic. It was one of the best versions of AHA's Take On Me I've ever heard. And yes, had Charlie Bliss doing uh, Lynn's Steal My Sunshine. But that's a song I never, ever cared about up until the moment I watched Charlie Bliss basically make it her own. The Regrets perform uh, Fox on the Run uh, by Sweet. And then, they, again, fantastic. Uh, and that's just the most recent season. That was season eight. I would say go back, catch all the previous seasons. There is nothing but fantastic work back there. Yes, there are a lot of great cover artists out there. I actually heard a version of, and this was actually on um, America's Got Talent, but this couple did a duet version of Britney Spears' song, Toxic. And Mm -hmm. it was done so well. It was actually so, like they took the song to a completely different style and it was done so well. Um, I think they actually ended up winning America's Got Talent too or something like that. Like the cover I thought was just way better than anything that Britney Spears had done. <laughs> just because it, it took it to a different, it took it in a completely different direction. Yeah, I can't say I've ever been a Britney Spears fan. I think I really liked Elvis Costello once did, I want to say her song is Beautiful. And I thought that was, that was good. The other thing about covers is one of the things I like uh, also listening to is when they take popular music... And the musician does it with just music. So they'll play like the violin or do a violin cover or a, a piano cover. Of like the, an instrumental cover. Right, an instrumental cover. But it's done using like a, a classical instrument, like a, a piano or a violin or something. And oh, yeah. that always sounds amazing. There's one artist that I particularly like listening to. It's David Garrett. He is this amazing classical violinist. 
But sometimes then he'll go ahead and take songs, uh, for example, Michael Jackson's They Don't Care About Us, and do mm-hmm. and just play the you know the music and the, with his violin and it's it's really incredibly well done. Oh yeah, I love those versions. That's such good listening and yeah, David Garrett's great. So moving on to before I keep talking about uh, <laughs> movie co- or um, music covers, so there are some classical music recommendations both uh, that the staff mentions uh, Bach and Chopin. I would also throw in Yo-Yo Ma, if you haven't heard him, or just listen to him. He's a cellist and just incredible. The man's talent is beyond amazing. I would agree. He's just, I I can't answer that. He's an amazing cellist. We had one staff member, which I thought this was really clever. He listens to Enya and artists that are very similar to her, and he plays the music while they're homeschooling their kids, and... It seems to help soothe the kids and help them focus while they're having to do their schoolwork. Definitely, uh, music definitely plays a part on mood, that's for sure. Absolutely. Anyway, so I've been chatting away here. Your turn, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's yours. I did the AV undercover, unless you're counting the Yo-Yo Ma. Yeah, I kind of I kind of snuck in there with Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, and David Garrett, don't forget. So... Back in the 90s, there was a ska revival, and I was very much a part of that. Wait, before you, go, before you go further, though, let me interrupt. And Okay, can you explain ska? Because I don't think I fully understand ska. Yeah, I'll try to explain it as best I can. So ska is, so like, bands like that have a very large brass section, it basically gets its start in Jamaica. It's heavily influenced by kind of, you know, the reggae, rocksteady beat. It's got, like, elements of Caribbean, Calypso... It's basically fast-paced, usually. It's got a beat. It's The band is usually pretty big and, and heavy on brass instruments, like, you know, your trumpets. And there's, there's an onion headline that I always loved about uh, back in the day about Scott. It's like, Scott band outnumbers audience. It's like, it's like it's usually, <laughs> usually the band is usually pretty, pretty people-heavy. But anyway, what I was going to recommend was one of my favorites and probably like the grandfather of it as we understand it was The Specials. There were other bands that came before The Specials, but they were, but they formed in the 70s. And for me, they were kind of what, what put this genre on the map more so than other ska bands that were going on at the time. So I would recommend The Specials, their album, The Specials, the self-titled album. Check them out. Something that's going to, you know, at this time, get you moving. It's hard not to just kind of move around with ska music because it's loud. It's got a beat. It's going to make you want to dance. Ooh, okay. I'll have. To, I'll definitely have to check it out because I do like dance music. And I have a confession to make. I am one of these people who will turn on music in my apartment and just dance. Well, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a bad confession. In fact, that's a great confession. That's what music should, should make you do. Yeah, but I'm a terrible dancer, so it's not something you want to watch, but luckily it's just me, so. <laughs> well, speaking of dance music, I have, it's a song by, it's called Dance Monkey, is the, is the title of the song, and it's by The Tones and I. And this is just a fun song. This is a great song to just put on and start dancing. It is like a stress relief song. You just put it on and get going, and it's got... Uh, it's got a very interesting vocal to it. The The singer's got this sort of high-pitched, almost like a chickmunk-style <laughs> vocal. <laughs> yeah, for folks at home, you need to play it for me. It is, I would call it that, squeaky. 
I was going to say, I can't figure out if that's like the normal vocal or if they just did it for that particular song. I couldn't quite, I don't know the tones and I too well. Let me point out some other things that the staff listens to. So we had one staffer say she listens to funk, jazz, rock. Uh, we have someone who loves Miles Davis. We have Red Hot Chili Peppers, which goes into the rock. But she's also listening to country music. And then we have Stoner and Doom Metal, which our staffer says was oddly calming for him. Which, not what I would expect, you know, for metal music. It tends to be very... <laughs> high energy. High energy, the, the yes. It's a, yeah, it doesn't tend uh, to be calming, but has the opposite effect. Gets you going. And then, of course, there are musicals and soundtracks. So I had a list of musicals like Cats, Little Shop of Horrors, Sweeney Todd, uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Oh, yeah. Musicals. We could definitely do it and, and should do an entire episode just for musicals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, we could do a whole thing on mu- on movie soundtracks. You and I would probably go crazy. I would definitely be okay with that. But there is definitely one we have to talk about, and I'm going to limit it to one, <laughs> and that's got to be the Ga- the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, both one volumes yes. one and two. Yes, they those two are constantly on my playlist. I, anytime I want to get a pickup, I listen to the uh, either volume. It's, there's no bad song on either volume. I think we also did uh, ages ago a Marvel trivia, and one of the questions was. Uh, the answer to it was, I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 soundtrack was the first soundtrack to ever make number one in the Billboard Top top 20 that did not have an original song. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so to round out our music choices, recommendations, is bluegrass music that another staffer uh, is like, listens to. And there's actually... Yeah, that's a lot of fun. It uh, is. I, again, it's a a, uh, a genre that I don't get enough of in my diet, but I do have, I really enjoy Steve Martin and his band, which it was Steve Canyon Rangers. Of course, there's everybody's all-time favorite composer, John Williams. Yes. I would throw that into the soundtrack um, category, but he, he would make my, he's always in my playlist. Any, any score that he does for a movie is generally golden. You know, being a Star Wars kid, he, he pretty much composed the soundtrack to my childhood. <laughs> yes, he's done a lot of big name movies. The the, the Witches of Eastwick, Star Wars. Jaws. Jo- yeah, I was going to say Jaws, and I was like, wait, is it Jaws? Did he do Jaws? <laughs> I had to pause. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, wow. So is he like, does he collaborate a lot with um, Spielberg? This is a very long and eclectic list that we've given you, but hopefully we've given you some interesting suggestions to try out. So now it's your turn. What would you recommend? Yeah, we want to hear from you. What's on your playlist? What should we be listening? What what should we be adding to our playlists? So Kirkwood, thank you for listening, and we'll be back again. Can't wait to see you.